0: Anyways, Isaac, I think we need to talk about uh really quick about the Red rock show that we went to uh with State Champs, Black Bear, and NepDeak, which was awesome. Like, can you hear me? It was amazing honestly. <laughs> I just <wanted> to see... <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. I was like, what the heck? Oh, <laughs> uh, can
1: you not hear me, Kyle? No, 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 I oh, can't. Okay. I, I, I was, was like, are like... you joking me? We just caught this.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, because like I was just okay. like, I was just like, oh wait, no, no, no. Cause like I was You're... like talking about the concert and I was just like, ah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was talking about the concert too, and then you were like, "Can you hear me?"
0: (laughs) Anyways, uh, God, it really sucked though because the rain, man, the rain at Red Rocks—it sucked, rain, man. God,
1: oh gosh, that was a downpour. I don't think we were—I don't think no, nobody was kind of expecting that to like last that long. I was thinking it was gonna break after a
2: while, but.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was just like a long ass show with like the ring and you know, I, I've been to Red Rocks and I, you know, dealt with the ring before um, but it was just ridiculous and like, I I, I kind of feel like they, I mean, they, I, mean I don't think they would have want to reschedule or anything but I think they sure like done something no. else just because like it was basically flooding at that point.
1: <laughs> I was just Dude, like, I was talking about that today though. I was like if you think about it i don't i'm just speaking from what i know i don't think blackbeard's ever been to red rocks correct or is that his i don't
0: don't think so i don't think he's ever been to red rocks or anything like that
1: so if you think about that all of those people that were inside of this specific concert that we were at Mm. literally were their very first time at red rocks there's no way in hell they were going to cancel that because at their luck it probably
3: would take almost a couple more years
0: yeah, it did it were, it were did something like that because like I didn't know it was like State Chance's first sign, Neck first sign, whatever. Uh and I think I think it was Blackbear's first time too, because like he's always been like either oh, like Johnson. I all. Yeah, like well, I, my Moxon, uh he played Red Rocks with uh MGK. So he it was like his second time at Red Rocks, I think. Um so and we missed Moxon, god damn it. <laughs> I
2: know but
0: we I got to see
1: it. all the other
0: ones so we did i think we like when we like walked up to like the front row like state champs literally started yeah yeah so we were just we just got there just in time for state champs i was like fuck yeah <laughs> that's mm-hmm. dope mm-hmm. anyway so uh we yeah, had uh nothing really going on that much other than the concert that we went to huh like it's been kind of busy scheduling and yeah scheduling wise it's just been nuts but it was yeah. good to
1: get a little chance to be able to hang out and actually do fun things and go to a
0: concert. Yeah, seriously, so. dude, it's been a minute now. Because I know, like, you're you're busy was like your what, dude? Your wedding's next month, man. What the hell? Yeah, I, I <laughs> it got really
1: honestly, I got super super real when I said today was June first. I was like, holy crap
0: seriously that
1: is literally like no more than a
0: little over a month and a half away like, seriously it's coming fast not okay. man. yeah it's coming <laughs> i mean fast. it's okay
1: it's just it's like whew.
0: yeah it's well, coming really fast Eye opening <laughs> yeah it's really coming really fast but like i think that uh and uh if uh i know we were having recording problems earlier but um if anybody missed or if this doesn't or that part doesn't air I, I guess I, I was trying to word that correctly because uh, I know we were having recording problems earlier. Um, we do have five episodes left exactly, including this one for the podcast. Uh, and um, uh, it's getting bittersweet because, you know, uh, we've been doing this show, or I've been doing this show too, for like, it feels like three years, but it's actually been like, you know, a couple years or so. Uh, and um, uh, when we come back, uh, it's going to be better it's gonna be awesome. Uh I think Isaac's fiancé, which will soon be wife, uh Rissa will call the on the podcast too. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> you know, yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm brainstorming some ideas. Uh but uh Sunday was telling me uh or asking me like what are you gonna do like when you're on your break from like you know taking a break from the pod. Uh and uh I think I'm just gonna write more I'm gonna you know probably journal a lot of stuff uh and I was telling Isaac earlier, if this doesn't, like, get caught on the uh, recording that we recorded earlier. I'm going to join a cult, uh, and...
1: <laughs> Still do this to me every time.
0: Yeah, yeah, it got you on that one. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, dude, it's, it's summer, um... It doesn't feel like summer because the shitty weather. Say, it does yeah. not feel
1: like summer whatsoever, though. It's,
0: yeah, exactly. It hasn't been, dude. Like, it's been windy. It's been rainy. Like, what the fuck, dude? It's like, snow. it's yeah, it's crazy, dude. Like, cause like I, I just you know, I'm looking forward to like some hot weather. And I mean, I, I it sucks when it's like really hot in Colorado because it's so dry. But you know, like I like the warm weather. Oh, anyway, uh, we you know? be okay right now. I feel like we've had a- just so make just good make good sure bad. to take your allergy medicine that's all, that's oh all oh my gosh
1: <laughs> tell me about
0: it holy the like allergies man. are like through the freaking roof man it sucks so much
1: honestly, I can't agree with you more on that part yeah, yeah, yeah. allergies are worse yeah yeah. Man.
0: yeah it's it, it's just some crazy shit anyway though uh we're gonna get into it uh because i know we are having like a lot of recording problems, but it's okay uh whatever whatever was missed, I don't think you guys can worry about it. Uh <laughs> Can't do it. Um, anyways, we're gonna get into it. So uh, today on the podcast we got uh sounds and scenarios. Um and uh yeah, sounds and scenarios are from the east coast, uh, and the interview took place back in January, and the really great guys um I know they do, like, a little bit of touring, like, around the East Coast. So, if you, like, you know, see them on a tour list or whatever, go check them out. They're really good. Um, but we got them today on the podcast. And next time on the podcast, uh, we got lots of signal uh, and – uh really great music as well, uh so make sure to check that out uh keep 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 an eye out, keep an ear out um because we're not done yet uh but we're gonna get into the soundtrack today and uh or tonight whatever whenever you're listening to this um we got new stuff from panic at the disco, and uh it's been a while since we heard panic at the disco. I think it's been three years, four years somewhere around there wasn't high high hopes one of the last kind of like major
1: songs that they had right yeah that was like that back can, in that i can yeah. think of
0: yeah that was like back
1: that was, in yeah tw- that was like 2019 i think dude cuz 2020 i don't think they dropped anything when yeah the covid thing happened i think that was right before so yeah you're looking at getting pretty stinking close to, you know going past that two year mark but yeah
0: exactly yeah cuz it's been a while sad. Yeah, it's been a while, and so he dropped this uh recently. Uh, and it's called Viva Lost Vengeance, is a song. Uh, and his album, uh, the same name, Viva Lost Vengeance, uh, comes out August 19th. Uh, and uh, he's actually going to be at Gall Arena in Colorado, uh, October 11th. So if you uh want to get a uh, snag on the pre and stuff, make sure to check it out. Uh, he's coming with uh, Beach Bunny and um, some other groups I can't remember uh but I have yet to see Panic of the Disco live and you know what I'm not worried about just because like I like the old Pank of the Disco like you know like the old school stuff uh some of this new stuff has been pretty good um but uh this one's actually interesting and I'm kind of curious on what isaac's reaction is gonna be uh and we're gonna watch videos so the, don't worry there's not just audio uh so <laughs> you're gonna enjoy this Isaac. um and oh, so yeah yes and and you know it the song is is good i do like the song um i'm kind of curious on what isaac is gonna think about it so uh without uh, this is gonna be interesting because yeah I it's gonna be really a at the disco since like i don't know mona Lisa. For- <laughs> For, dude, for real, dude, like, I'm like, shit, and they're like, oh, I'm expecting to hear, like, Mona Lisa and all that. Uh, but that was without, the last one. Exactly, yeah, and so without further ado, though, uh, first up on the soundtrack, just Panic at the Disco with Viva Las Vengeance. Let's get into it. <laughs> crazy video (laughs) can't get the disco viva lost vengeance everybody on the soundtrack uh and uh isaac what do you think about that song man
1: that was funny dude (laughs) (laughs) i was dying during like half of that because like it's it's really cheap it's like a i don't even know how to say it it's ah, it's like a cheesy comedy bit basically but like Oh, you guys just have to watch that. That was
0: interesting. I definitely laughed at a lot of that, though. Yeah, it's a crazy video, right? Like, oh, my gosh. It like... was
1: not what I was expecting whatsoever from Mona Lisa. Like, comparable to Mona Lisa being, like, the one I've watched last of this. Yeah. To
4: yeah.
0: And, like, you know, the song, you know, for me, like, you know, I think it'll, like, warm up to me a little bit because, like, you know, it's uh, you know, kind of the disco, you know, they they they've always been – experimental honestly i i would have to say and um you know listening to that song firsthand i was just like "Mm, i don't know like i'm not you know not really feeling it but it's kind of like it's kind of catchy you know the tune is catchy uh and i mean it's like that one song what is it called saturday night whatever like that that song kind of you know grew on me too so like i like that song yeah oh it's such a great song so like i think this one will you know, kind of want to know, I have to listen to it a few more times, but the video is awesome, though. You gotta, you guys got to check out that video. That on, was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, the video is great. So, like, just watch on YouTube or something. It's great. Uh, and yeah, check out his tour. Uh, he's coming around town. So, you know, keep an eye on that. Um, you gotta love Brandon and Yuri. Uh, but anyways, uh, can't get the disco. Look them up on Instagram and stuff, they have the I think it's the same handle and stuff like that. Um, but uh, it's kind of cool seeing them back on the scene. Honestly, it really is because, like, you know, uh, you know, during the pandemic, you know, there was a lot of good music out, but it's like we have we didn't, you know, see like can't get disco or nothing like that so uh really excited for you know their new shit uh but uh next up on the soundtrack um we got uh isaac's favorite one of favorite bands uh that we sing at red rocks and it's from hey. neck, neck deep bro. Hey. yeah, neck deep uh, balls deep neck deep uh, yeah. <laughs> i love that comment when he made right. that last night <laughs> yeah dude yeah that was awesome like Blackbear is like balls deep neck deep <laughs> all my bros yeah all my bros dude that is sick lineup but uh yeah it was it was such a good concert um but uh they do have a new song out it's called stfu which means shut the fuck up uh and uh i guess the song is about a lot of stuff like going on like you know, in the world right now, like, on the internet, you know, basically saying, like, you know, from the war, you know, the war in Ukraine, uh, the school shootings, I'm sure it's about that as well, um, you know, that's been going on a lot lately, uh, and, you know, just a lot of stuff that's happening out in the world, you know, it's kind of, this is what the song is about, uh, and the video kind of lines up pretty well with the song, um, so they really, yeah, they really have, you know, don't need introductions, so there's on the soundtrack on the Kyle Rocks Out Show, it's Neck Deep with STFU. Let's get into it.
1: Watching it like on the old Apple, yeah, <laughs> cracked me. Or the Mac, excuse me, it was an Apple, <laughs> the Mac. <laughs> it was a Macintosh. Yeah, the so Macintosh. I, uh, that was that was pretty cool, honestly. I thought that was uh, interesting. I'm curious, whose house that was.
0: You know what? It's probably his. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. You think it's back in the UK? Yeah, I think so. I think it's like in the UK or something. That'd be cool yeah that, that that would be cool dude like i, I don't I, know i was just yeah. curious it was I,
1: like it seemed like it was a pretty i wouldn't say personal thing but it was yeah like, the fact that it had to be in the music video kind of says something
0: yeah yeah no dude like i think i think like it might be his house i think like back in the uk because he was like talking about that a lot actually at the concert too he was like yeah, he was
1: like i love my home it's like, yeah
0: yeah it was kind of cool yes. it's like yeah grit and craft, man i love it like yeah. You know, uh but uh the song's cool too i actually you can like hear the song a lot more better like after hearing it live because like uh it, it, it's kind of hard to hear some of the songs like live just because like you know they kind of like sing too close I, to the mic and all that
1: i don't even think it was they were singing too close to the mic i don't know if you've noticed but like he constantly went back over to soundcheck and like told them like that needs to go up like yeah yeah. i'm pretty sure he said it minimal of at least three times and i think his battery died because or something along those lines died because he was trying to get that changed out midway through the set
0: yeah oh yeah that's right dude like yeah but like it's such a good song though so like uh i think they have a new album in the works hopefully because they got like some few new tracks that it's like not on an album per se it's more like a, a single based kind of thing. The last
1: album that they dropped was twenty twenty, wasn't it? Yes, and
0: it's such a good album. <laughs> I like love it, that the, album. Yeah,
1: it was a great album. I'm just trying to remember the year that came up. God, it feels like all of these blend together at some point. But like that uh yeah, they should be coming up with one pretty soon then, I feel like. Yeah, you're right.
0: Oh yeah, heck yeah. I, I think I think they'll they'll they're, they're having like a new album in the works. Uh but uh everybody, make, make sure you check out NetDeep. Uh, if you haven't heard of Neck Deep, you've been living under a fucking rock. But You missed out. <laughs> yeah, you missed out. Uh, for out of like all the haters. Yeah, all the haters. But like, if, if you really haven't heard of Neck Deep, uh, check them out because they're, they're such a great band. Um, and uh, even when they first started too, dude, they've always been constant with like their good music. You know what I mean? So oh, like, yeah. it's yeah, it goes like back in what like twenty. Uh,
1: 20 it's, it's dude it's further than that honestly they had some pretty good songs on their first like few albums they released out uh what is that the Zoltar?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: That one was really good. Uh and then 2015 then they released that album. Uh, I can't think it's the name of it off the top of my head right now, but
0: yeah, because uh, they've been they've been lo- they've been around like the same time as like Knuckle Puck and like the whole new yeah. pop punk stuff, you know.
1: Well, that was, like, when I first initially saw them, like, live saw them, was at Warped Tour. Oh, yes, right, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I saw them probably, like, I think I've seen them probably, like, five times now, six times now, something
0: like that. Six times now, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We can, cool. we, we've seen, like, all these bands so many
1: times. <laughs> oh, like, it's and each time, it's still just as good, but, like, I don't think any of those venues compared to red rocks whatsoever like not even even with rain
0: like still did it exactly you know like the red Rocks show was so good dude like it was it was awesome and if you guys like missed out um i think you know it sucks but like at the same time though be, be glad though that you were like at home instead of being stuck in the rain for like four or five hours like <laughs> that, was, that was wild dude <laughs> it's like anyway, anyways it was fun yeah no it was fun i liked it i enjoyed it uh blackberry was good all the bands were good uh so it was it was a fun time uh but um i i know that we were gonna mention this earlier but like you heard the news that my chemical romance is back right no what what the? Okay. Where have I been living in okay. rock? All right, so Which, Isaac. When did this happen? Okay, so Isaac doesn't know the news then. Okay, so. Oh. So uh, we mentioned uh, we, we put the new song on the playlist too for the podcast. So like, if you haven't listened to that yet, go check it out uh on the link tree. We got we got new music up there too, like in the playlist. So like, I, I updated like I think like two weeks ago, uh, but I did put out the Mike Conqueroi track on there too, um, so randomly one day uh my of can- my uncle and aunt, so like you know they were gonna you know tour anyway so we, we kind of knew yeah. that they already came back you know whatever uh but we didn't know that they were working on new music or whatever and <laughs> sure shit they put out a new track and uh, it's, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And uh, it's actually called something to get, I'm, I'm not a true fan over here. Cause like, it's a long ass title, but I'm going to pull it up really quick. And um, when did it come called, out? Or when did this like become it, a thing though? So it came out uh, back on May 12th. Uh, and that was like a couple weeks ago, Oof. so like it hasn't yeah, been that's like
1: almost a month now, dude. Yeah, Where it's like, like, yeah, like I been?
0: yeah, almost a month, and it's called The Foundations of Decay. And uh, I, I would have to say, and if you guys, like I said, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. But um, it's basically for me, it has a mixture of their sound from like you know when they first started, so like their very first album mixed with like you know the nearest stuff they have had in the past so like it's more like black parade mixed with like their very first album uh and it's it's phenomenal uh the song i think the song runs like about like five minutes or so um because it's like a good production song honestly and it's amazing and you know what it's funny because uh i looked at uh, they did like some a couple festivals recently too And Gerard Way actually went along in costume on this song, like, you know, came out, you know, there's, like, a video out there on YouTube, but he comes out and uh, he's, like, wearing, like, this white suit, whatever, with, like, some kind of mask on him or something, I don't know, he has, like, fake blood splattered all over him and I was just like yeah that's Gerard Way for sure (laughs) (laughs) I was like that's Gerard Way for sure man that's like classic like (laughs) like what the like I'm I'm unhappy that they you know that they you know put out a new track and whatnot because I'm kind of curious if they're going to put out like a full full full-length new album because that would be sick like, it would be awesome. sick, man. Also, besides no- Night Corona, because all these bands are playing at Riot Fest this year, Yellow Card is officially back, y'all. Officially. Yes. Officially back. And, like, uh, I think they're just, like, doing a reunion show, honestly, at this point. I don't think they're going to release new music and all. But after, like, the whole breakup, like, you know, a few years ago, I just knew that they were going to come back at some point because, like, they just, you know, those cockpunk bands just don't leave, you know, they just take a break <laughs> and then don't they just leave. They don't, like, I mean, like, I mean, look at Fallout man. Fallout like, took a break for like a couple years and all of a sudden they came back like oh hey we're back i'm like well that wasn't long (laughs) what is it like a bad tumor you can't get rid of or what yeah or something you know like and like but it's cool to see yellow card back though like and being on social media too because like i mean that's like one of the og pop punk bands that like i did love growing up so like i'm kind of glad that happened and they're also playing ocean avenue in its entirety at Red i Red heard
1: Street. that part god
0: amazing. damn dude like i uh, love that we everybody loves that album but god to hear it live like full-length live like god damn that would be so awesome uh so all you lucky fuckers in chicago are lucky because you know you're gonna see Riot Fest and it's gonna be a stellar lineup. I mean, it's 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 an amazing lineup. I'm so jealous. Uh, and I, yeah. you, know, I, you know what though, like Riot Fest, so like I need to go festival, but goddamn those prices, man! Like they like charge like two hundred to three hundred for like a general admission three day pass, which actually is reasonable, but it's like. God damn it.
1: You have to
0: buy the like, ticket out there still now. Exactly. Like, you got to, like, buy the ticket. And then you got to, like, you know, if you're traveling, too, you got to, like, book your hotel or something, you know, Airbnb. It. it adds up, man. And I'm like, God damn it. It's like, ugh. Uh. But you know what, though? Like, at least, like, I experienced Riot Fest here in Colorado, like, four or five years ago. Uh, That was actually a lot of fun. I, I liked it, you know, but it's kind of weird being at, like, at the National Western Complex, though. That was kind of weird it was like a yeah it was like rodeo rodeo city you know <laughs>
1: yeah, basically that's pretty much but, what that's there for
0: exactly it's like it's the rodeo uh anyways uh but yeah my Dance is officially back with new music yellow cards back uh good times man good times pandemic is over hopefully uh <laughs> everything's in full swing man it's crazy uh but <clears throat> anyways without uh don't landing bladden. But, anyways, uh we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we got lot uh sounds and scenarios. God damn, you know, I, I actually mixed up their names too when I was interviewing them because I was like, Oh, is it oh, no? Of? Yeah, I was like, Oh, is it loss of scenarios or sounds and scenarios? You know, uh Oops. and I, I don't know why I was just like loss of scenarios or something. I was like, wait, 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 wait hold on. So like, and that's scenarios. not us. Yeah, I they laughed about it too It was actually kind of cool uh, <laughs> So anyways, we got them on the podcast later, uh, After we take a break Uh And uh, I think you got anything to add Before we break off? Just keep on listening
4: In the rage outside And I'm thinking about loose ends. Even though I got ties I don't want to be just friends From the day I got your number Like Paris in the summer it ends Every day goes by I wish I was in your bed
0: How's it on guys? Not too bad, here? yourself doing pretty yeah. good, man. Doing pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, welcome to the Cal Out Show. Uh, we're here with uh, sounds and scenarios, and I actually get confused with sounds and scenarios because I thought it was scenes and scenarios. You think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so. So I was typing in Spotify and all that. And I'm like, wait, it sounds and scenarios, not scenes yeah. In scenarios. <laughs> yeah. If
3: it's any help, we're named after a Blink 182 lyric. So just think of that. <laughs> okay, that makes,
0: that makes sense. That makes sense. So uh how uh you guys are from Boston, uh Massachusetts. So uh tell us about yourselves, uh what the band numbers and uh instruments you play. Like tell, tell us more.
3: Yeah, so I'm I'm Tyler. I sing and I
5: play guitar. I'm Braden. I play guitar. I do backup vocals, harmonies, all that stuff. And I'm Avery. As Tyler's mentioned, and I play bass and do some backing vocals.
0: Nice, cool, nice. awesome. And you guys uh, released uh, the uh, latest uh, double single, which has uh, the cover of "Hey Jealousy" and I think "Still Me." Is that right? Yep. Okay, you got it cool. so so tell us uh, why you wanted to cover hey jealousy because I know it, it, the cover it sounds kind of like uh, the hit the lights version from <laughs> pun I, yeah I so... forgot
3: that comparison um, yeah. yeah well I mean it all kind of goes back to stalemate because stalemate we had written back in like early 2020 uh, but it never really fit with any of the material that we were putting out at the time like mm-hmm. we had dropped a, an EP that we didn't really feel like it fit on. We had dropped like a single and we dropped like a split EP that we didn't think that it was able to fit on. And we were working on a new EP at the time too. Uh, and we didn't think that Stalemate fit with that. So mm-hmm. we were like, all right, so we're just going to record stalemate by itself and then we'll drop it with like a cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cover, it, we actually almost did name by the Google Goo dolls. Back. Oh, really? <laughs> but it was, a, yeah, it was a very like uh, like, very quick, like, change of mind, I guess would be the term. Like,
5: we change our minds pretty quickly. Like, hey, jealousy could be fun. It was fun. Um, Like, you just sent me, like, one link to each song after you already agreed to the Goo Goo Doll song, and then you're like, so what if we did this one instead? Correct.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So tell me the writing process is still, Nate, though. Like, how how did it all come about? Like, how uh, the recording process was and everything? Like, how was that?
3: Yeah, so Stalemate was, like, the first time that we had kind of sat down and recorded together in the same room since Mm -hmm. the pandemic. Because all the stuff that we've been recording between 2020 and 2021, it was all socially distanced. We were literally just passing each other, like, passing, like, logic profiles and stuff and just, Mm -hmm. like, audio files back and forth, just making sure that, like, we had something that we could put out. And so stalemate was like the first time that we could sit down and like actually record something like together. I just noticed that the pointer is like right on my face and spotted. <laughs> I was waiting for you to notice. Staring
6: at it the whole
0: time. <laughs> just like just like the black arrow just on your nose. You're like no, no. That's exactly what <laughs> oh it was. <laughs> that's awesome.
3: <laughs> but yeah, so um as I was saying, you know, it was the first time that we sat down in terms of like the lyrics and like the music behind it. The ly- I wrote stalemate um, back in early 2020 and it was basically like i had just moved back home from the like when the pandemic started um like i was living in vermont with my family and i was feeling really defeated about it um because you know covid was shutting a lot of things down and we were basically like we were fresh off of touring for our last ep at the time Mm
6: -hmm.
3: uh, and we were like basically hitting our stride and then covid happens and so i wrote stalemate out of that frustration just like you know. Uh, And yeah, the music behind it, we wanted to keep it pretty simple. Um, We used to have another guitarist in the band. And like, if you listen to like previous demos, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like intricate guitar stuff. And then when we parted ways with that guitarist, Avery and I, uh, because this was, we wrote Stanley before Braden had joined. Brayton's oh, uh, the newbie I am. Oh. <laughs> uh, so so Avery and I were like all right well let's rework it because we can't do like crazy guitar harmonies anymore <laughs> and so, oh, wow. <laughs>
2: so if we could,
5: it just wouldn't work as well no
3: yeah, so yeah. The, yeah so we reworked stalemate into what it is now and yeah we're pretty happy with it we've gotten the, a pretty solid response from it and we're just we're happy that people have been digging it
0: heck yeah and like does the release uh that you uh that you did uh is it like bringing more fans in or is it like the the same people that you always known that liked you guys or like
3: for the most part i think it's the same like core fan base that we've had Mm -hmm. uh it's interesting because we broke through back in 2019 uh with a song off of our ep at that time called uh songs called Better Off Without You. Mm-hmm. And that got featured on like a couple different Spotify editorials out of nowhere. Nice. Uh, it's crazy because like we were just like an unknown band at the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, so we garnered like quite a bit of people from that. And then those people since then have kind of stayed Their The numbers are nowhere near like where Better Off was, mm-hmm. but you know, it, they're steady enough and like large enough to like know that we know now that like we have a solid fan base and we have a solid like, Amount of supporters who have been with us since
0: mm-hmm.
3: then. Those are the people that we've been kind of attracting with our most recent releases.
0: That's awesome. So so how does uh that work? Like when you're when you're if you're an unknown artist and the song you know gets added on to like an editorial playlist, like how does that work? Do they like let you guys know or <laughs>
3: straight dumb luck? Gonna wow. be late.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> So like we thought it was like you have to get a certain number of plays. But it's like you have to do that, plus submit it to the correct like playlist people, and then mm-hmm. hope and pray that it actually makes it through. It. it also There's has a- to be like
6: submitted like a month before. Like, yeah, you know, the best chance. It's mm-hmm. just a lot of preparation, a lot of like planning, knowing who you're gonna submit it to, and mm-hmm. you know, pre-saving. It's it's a it's fun thing, yeah. it's mm-hmm. such like a a freaking hassle <laughs>
3: with trying mm-hmm. to submit stuff. Yeah. We submitted better off without you on a whim because uh, really? we were. Like, yeah, well, we were like, all right. Well, we got this EP coming out. We knew that better off without you was going to be like the the first single. We knew that, and uh, so we submitted it just for the hell of it, not really thinking what was going to happen. And then that came out July fourth, twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. and I and we were going on a weekender the next day. And I re- we remember during that weekender we just saw the place keep rising and rising. And I literally I woke up on July fifth with a little bit of a hangover.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) With a little bit of a hangover. And I saw that it was like at 5,000 plays or something like that. And all I could say was like, oh my God, oh my God. And like, I went through like the emails and everything and saw that it had been playlisted. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we were just, again, sheer dumb luck. Because we were our top city at the time. Because they look at like stats like, every, like, all your stats that you have in terms of, like, who your demographic is, like, mm. where you get the most streams, they really look into that. Yep. And, like, our top demographic was people our own age in Boston, because we were, like, a Boston-based, like, college mm. band. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so we we didn't think that anything was going to happen with that song, and then it did, and we were like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we awesome. haven't gotten anything playlisted since.
0: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I was like, dang. So, so you guys, uh, had you guys gone to college are you guys going to college like what are you uh Braden's still in school but oh, uh, nice. i just
6: came back from class about 10 minutes ago uh, oh did you <laughs> <laughs>
0: for it yeah nice uh, uh, we...
3: yeah we, we all met at berkeley college of music in boston so i really? I, grew up in yeah i grew up in vermont avery grew up in connecticut and Braden grew up in pittsburgh and so we all just kind of collectively met here and it instantly clicked so,
5: wow
0: Tyler
5: and i graduated in 2020
3: yep you did okay and then Braden's still dealing with classes. Love yeah. it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all in college. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So will, will you guys see yourselves uh, in the future? Like, what uh, what would you like to do? I mean, I don't know what you guys yeah. are going, to, or went to college for, but I mean, if it's music, like, will you guys see yourselves in, like, a few years?
3: Musically, I feel like uh, the way that we kind of have it mapped out now, um, throughout our last couple of releases, we've been basing our sound off of, like, influences from, like, older music. So, like, if you go back through our discography, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you listen to our first EP, Things I Need to Leave Behind, and it's very, like, 2010s-influenced pop-punk. You go back to While You Roam, our 2019 EP, and that's just straight-up, like, 90s punk rock, pop-punk, like, 182-style stuff, influence. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then you listen to Maybe Someday Will Bloom, which is our most recent EP from last year, and it's a straight up love letter to 80s music.
5: Oh, nice. Okay. We're going backwards in time. We are. And then the <laughs> new
3: stuff that we, we're working on new stuff that's it's very influenced by like Dashboard Confessional and Jimmy Eat World. And mm-hmm. so now we're going back in the 90s. I think like for our music in the future, it, we'd like to do stuff that's like more so moving forward
2: mm-hmm. and
3: looking towards the future of what rock music could be yep. as opposed to going back in time. Not That's that awesome. we have to love doing that, but yeah. in terms of where we see ourselves, I don't know. I'd like to
6: be playing big venues by then. Too. I mean, yeah, That would definitely. be nice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome. So, uh, by the way, you're telling me, though, your influences uh, seem like they're from, like, the 80s to the 90s, it seems like. Yeah,
3: our, our influences are all over the place. Like, <laughs> when we got our – I mean, individually, too. I mean, I'm influenced by bands like the band Camino, Death Cab, Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. Avery's influenced by like Neck Deep, This Wild Life, Kills. And then <laughs> Brayden listens to Ramstein. Yeah. Wow,
6: kind <laughs> of <So, laughs> over here. Go, yeah,
3: Brayden's like influenced by like Ghost, Ramstein. It's just, Metallica. like big, big metal kind of indu- industrial. Oh, okay, center. nice. But nice. when nice. you put all that together, like
6: it basically makes what our sound is
0: somehow
5: becomes mm-hmm. pop.
6: It somehow <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how it does the energy. It's all similar energy and like you know passion for the music. It all
3: translates really well. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. that's something that we take seriously too. Is like our energy not only within our music but like. Our on stage too, you know. Mm-hmm. Ask anybody who's seen us live, and like, I, re- I remember we did a house show in Vermont once, and someone was like, "You guys are basically pop punk Zumba because you keep making <laughs> us move." And I'm like, "Well, move." <laughs>
0: <laughs> they just they just stand there. Yeah, yeah we,
6: slow songs. we don't have no. a whole
3: lot of slow songs. No, and, and the slow songs that we do have, we like never play them live. I played
5: Alone Tonight only really once live.
3: We Maybe played you, it in did you, Boston recently. Did you play,
5: what did you play in Connecticut?
6: First uh, man of our weekend
3: Oh,
5: that was, was,
3: that, was Long, Long, I, that was Long Island. That I did no right, yeah.
6: title. Oh, okay. okay. But Awkward.
3: all old songs, all yeah. old slow shit <laughs> <that> we don't even <laughs> play anymore.
0: That's but awesome. yeah,
3: um, yeah. I mean, energy is like a big thing for us because you know, with our influences and everything, we just want to make sure that everybody's having a good time and that you know it helps us stand out from the rest too because we're Mm -hmm. just we have such a unique like set of influences and a unique like i guess the term would be like i don't know i don't know we
0: we've just we've worked very
3: hard over the last few years uh to culminate who we are today so i think that's what helps us stand out
0: that's awesome i I, i'm actually curious like what your backgrounds are when you guys were growing up like were you guys uh have parents that, like, listen to, like, oldie stuff, like, what, what made you draw in your, uh, to the music?
3: Yeah, uh, I'll go first, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> like, start. yeah, it's, it's funny, because um, I come from, like, a somewhat musical family, like, my brother was playing guitar and stuff in bands, like, in high school and stuff, uh, my uncle was a drummer in bands and all that jazz, my mom kind of sings, um, and so, like, I was like the one in my family who like, I knew from day one that like I wanted to go into music. And I was very, like I self-taught guitar. Like I taught myself how to play guitar. I taught myself how to play drums. Uh, just like, I really just like went for it. that So that would be my background. I was just very dedicated to learning more about music. Um, it's interesting too because Braden and I come from a very similar path in, in the sense of I was really into metal music and hard rock music as a kid. Mm-hmm. I grew up listening to like Metallica, Black Sabbath, um, Queen, um, like James Hetfield, Tony Naomi, and Brian May like my three guitar like inspirations. Oh, I, oh yeah, James Hetfield, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so I was I was Black always a metal.
0: So <laughs> 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 I was always
3: a metal kid, and then I discovered All Time Low in twenty. 13 yeah i, I saw <laughs> all-time low in concert they came to vermont for some reason and i was like oh, some right. I, yeah no i don't know anyone who comes to vermont i'm just surprised <laughs> but, but i but i went to their show and it basically it changed the trajectory of my musical tastes and you know mm-hmm. my career you know it's because of seeing that show that i'm in a pop punk band now so mm-hmm.
0: that's uh, awesome
5: hey, that uh, about,
6: i'll go real quick so yeah, I was like, mine's complicated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, nice. So my mom is always really, really into 80s hair metal, like Def mm-hmm. Leppard, Poison, those, those kind of bands. You know, <laughs> My mom loved Def Leppard too. Motley Crue is a big one for her too, but you know, those, yeah. that style. And so she always got me to listen to that stuff. So I was really always exposed to that as a kid. That was always kind of like the neutral ground for music for me. That's just kind of, the, I don't know, it's always what I it's considered the standard for listening, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when I was, like, nine years old, I, I got into musical theater, and I kind of entered the world of doing music on my own that way, and started performing mm-hmm. that way. And then I heard a musical called Rock of Ages. Which oh, I is love like, that musical. Right? Yeah. It's like nice. a jukebox musical, where it's all 80s, like, hair metal music, and
5: yeah.
6: perform, it's a great, great time. And I started listening to that soundtrack, because I was only listening to musical theater at the time. And I got into playing guitar through that, and now here we are. Then I got into, like, heavy metal, you know, Metallica, James F, you know, all, all that stuff throughout high school, and... It led me to berkeley i guess so and this yeah, is yeah.
3: actually this is Braden's first time being in a band that's not like a metal band
6: like, <laughs> he, he's
3: primarily been a metal guitarist yeah. and then we met him and we were like hey you're pretty good we did We moods,
5: yeah.
0: wow <laughs> that's crazy
5: what about you yeah, what's your back oh god i don't even know how to start this because i have a really strange background like, my mom's tone <laughs> deaf, by the way.
3: She cannot hold
5: yeah. tune. Sorry, Mom.
3: Mama uh, My
5: dad went to college originally for trumpet, mm-hmm. but switched over to computer science. And we I was mainly growing up on, like, Beatles music, Eric Clapton, Eric Johnson, like, blues and classic rock. But, like, fourth grade me decided, I'm going to go join the orchestra. And I was trained on cello and played that for seven years before ever touching a bass Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i was told my hands were too small for a guitar so i decided let me pick up the upright bass (laughs) and make everything harder for myself
6: Wow, (laughs) you know
5: yeah and like i got i had friends that were like into the music before i ever was and i just started listening to it with them and Eventually became a mall rat emo, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was like engulfed in music from middle school to high school. That was all like punk rock, metal, pop music, whole mm-hmm. nine yards. Mm-hmm. Eventually picked up electric bass right before I got to Berkeley. Wow. So like that's 2017, good, 2016, I picked up a bass. The rest the the yeah. Here we are. Yeah. So the electric base specifically. Yes. And yeah. it's
3: so interesting too how like we all kind of have like different trainings and different backgrounds, with me being self-taught and you having like proper extreme
4: tra- classical yeah, training. Yeah, classical
3: training, and you just kind of took like lessons and we're learning like stuff different from different languages. Yeah. 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 It's it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And it all just adds up to who we are, man. I don't no,
0: know. That's awesome.
3: It makes sense for all of us too though, mm-hmm, personality wise. Yeah. You know, right <laughs> like,
0: that's, that's awesome. That's and do you guys like, all do you guys all live together like right now? Or are you guys uh No. <laughs> the what it seemed like, seem like. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. yeah this, this is like This Ra- is
5: his apartment. Oh, yeah,
3: Brayden's okay. apartment is basically made for one singular person and that's it. No, um nice. it's funny cuz they're still living in Boston. I'm I've been in Vermont with my family, like I said earlier, with Stalemate. I've been living Mm -hmm. with them since the pandemic, and obviously, like, you know, rent in Boston's very expensive. So I've Mm -hmm. been trying. I've been working. I've been a a pharmacy tech at Walgreens in my hometown, and trying to, you know, earn the money to come back here, because I miss these two yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's nice whenever Tyler makes makes the journey down in Vermont
0: that's awesome it's
3: like like a nearly four-hour bus ride but it's worth it
0: that's that's awesome so I I have I have a question about like I want to go back to the the whole pandemic thing because I know like this is like an ongoing thing who knows who knows when it will and but like do you guys think that uh, over where you guys are you guys think that it will shut down again or um Said, That's a yeah. very
5: good question. I could probably give a good answer. For yeah, that. he works
3: He so, works for Live Nation, like the House of Blues. Yeah, oh, so worked, okay.
5: I work both House of Blues Boston and at a COVID testing site as a manager there. We yeah. don't, I get like both sides of it.
3: We don't know how he's still standing. <laughs>
5: because I <I've worked laughs> like 12-hour I'm genuinely going to work right after this. Yeah. so. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I work until midnight tonight, so that'll be fun. But, oh, my gosh. <laughs> the
0: answer
5: the question at hand. I genuinely don't think it's going to be like a big closure closure because Boston, I thought we were going to shut down with Omicron and house of blues was going to actually just cancel everything for like three weeks a month. Mm -hmm. We actually just reinstated everything. We didn't change anything other than taking into account the new laws for Boston with the vaccine mandates, the mask mandates. And we're just, overdosing on that and making mm-hmm. sure all of our staff gets tested making sure nobody has symptoms no close contacts
6: mm-hmm. and like so they're like,
5: really trying to truck forward
6: so for entry you have oh. to, get to like negative, test only negative tests. Negative test doesn't count anymore yeah, you right, need right. at
5: least the first dose of the back if you have just the first dose you do still need a test though interesting yeah, okay
0: that's crazy yeah all these, all these protocols i'm just getting lost in translation
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <the laughs> protocols so... is what i do
0: that's nice that we have time
6: doors you
3: can
5: read yeah 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 yeah
3: boston recently not even just with like house of blues or like um uh, concert and, stuff. Mm-hmm. and uh our mayor just put in like a thing about how restaurants need to start checking for
5: vaccine uh vaccine records which oh, is yeah. great so yeah. it's, uh, if you sit down at a place to eat you have to show proof of a vaccine
2: mm-hmm.
5: of some kind you also ask indoors yeah but that extends to even like entertainment venues, like House of Blues, anywhere that you're like in a crowd, you're supposed to have that protocol in place. I went to a
3: sandwich shop today, and they were endorsing; they were uh, putting on that protocol that you need a vaccine uh, mm. vaccine record to come in.
5: They did wow. say if you're like picking up like a takeout order or just grabbing something real quick, that's not required for it. Mm-hmm. But like if you're planning to sit down and actually eat in the establishment, yeah. you definitely have to prove it.
3: Which is great. I mean, in the sense of. You know, with us being musicians, we saw basically the entire music industry implode onto itself over the last couple of years. So we're glad that, you know, places like Boston and even New York City, too, Mm -hmm. uh, they're starting to implement, Mm -hmm. like, stricter protocols and stricter, like, guidelines with COVID.
6: And that almost seems to be working i don't know i don't want to even say that it's but... it's not <laughs> shit. Don't it's, it yeah, it's no. not not
5: working we've been able to do it <laughs> for a <lot> while
6: <laughs> <Pretty good. laughs> so i mean that, that's good that's all you can ask for right now this is mm-hmm. very very lucky
3: we're yes, just taking yeah. it day by day i mean throughout the pandemic we were pretty active so regardless if there's like a shutdown again or not we will still keep going we had mm. a few like online shows that we tried to do yeah they did yeah. not work emphasis on tried well it it would have worked better if we were all in the same area but with me going back home and everything like it didn't work out. yeah i think we only had
5: like one real one where it was just you and me in my basement at my parents house in connecticut yeah that, that was about it but uh But
3: yeah, no, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, if there is something like that, that happens again, like a shutdown, like we were working on a bunch of music during during the pandemic, we dropped our EP, Maybe Someday Will Bloom, we dropped a split EP, we dropped a single called When the Fame Goes to Die, and we recorded Mm -hmm. all of that, like from our separate cities and all that. So Mm -hmm. worst comes to worst, we'll still be putting out music and we'll still be. Active, we're it's gonna take a hell of a lot
0: to kill us <laughs> oh, Wow, <laughs> that's pretty good though. I i actually have a question about uh the whole festival that came out. Uh when we are uh, when we were oh, oh man, <laughs> oh man, because like I know Here I know that go. you guys, I know you mentioned that you worked at Live Nation and like uh you know for the whole time before tickets went on sale. It was a whole like conspiracy theory and all that, which I don't really understand. Be like fire
3: festival and stuff like. Yeah, you know? I
0: don't know why people Fyre. thought it was a conspiracy, but uh, yeah, what, what you guys, how you guys feel about that in terms of the, you know, the. I, I think the, Avery should go first. <laughs> so we all have okay. Okay.
5: So, yeah, I do work at Live Nation, but like. I look at the festival. There's a few things that I'm still like, why is it like this? How did it sell out at a festival ground that holds EDC Mm. in a day? And then they're still announcing these dates Mm. to me. That's a little odd. They had to have planned this ahead of time in order to agree to those dates. Like those festivals are agreed upon years out Mm. before they're ever announced. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The bands didn't know what the name of the festival was, and they didn't know who else was going to be on that bill. But they did know there was a festival, and those were the dates, and they agreed to it in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what was going to happen with
0: it, though. Yeah,
3: I think in from my view. So outside of sounds and scenarios, I I handle my own uh, promote. I run a promoting company and booking company called No Faith Booking. Mm-hmm. And uh, which I, I help bands get on like different venues and, and such, you know, help them like play bigger shows. Cool. And to me, from a promoter's standpoint, um, it looks to me as the organizers who are working on When We Were Young Fest, this mm-hmm. is their first time running a festival. And that's the vibe that I'm getting. Because they clearly have no idea what they're doing. Be- I think their whole thing was, oh, man, wouldn't it be cool to get, like, all of these bands <laughs> on a festival? And that was it. <laughs> they just, they they didn't think of the logistics. They didn't think of anything like that. Their whole thing was, like, we need to get My Chemical Romance, Paramore, mm-hmm. Hawthorne Heights, The Wonder Years, uh, the story so far. Mom Jeans, for some reason. Okay, I feel like they made bright eyes <laughs> on it. Bright eyes is on it. Genie bright- is on it. <laughs> bright- bright uh, the All-American Rejects are on yeah, it. And they yeah. alter, they're on it, too. Yeah. Yeah, and the Linda Lindas. Are, are Bill guys yeah. on it? That's, yeah, that's news to I was me. Saying, I, I think <laughs> they like, made the post before they
6: announced anything. I, I, yeah. So that was the first point to, like, I don't know, get the yeah. marketing down and everything. Mm-hmm. And
3: yeah, the, in mm-hmm. terms of, like, the way that they're trying to like put it out I think and again this is from like a promoter's standpoint Mm -hmm. I think it would be not just safer but also just like it makes the most logistical sense if you have like you know um, My Chemical Romance headlining one night and having like a handful of bands and then Aramore headlining another night and Bring Mm -hmm. Me the Horizon headlining the next night that makes more sense to me than their current approach which is literally, hey, we're gonna have sixty-five bands play for three days straight. Yeah. Okay, the okay. third gonna... date is a different weekend. Oh, it's exactly. <laughs> a bad. completely different weekend. I didn't even catch the... oh, so it's gonna turn into a Las Vegas residency, basically.
5: Yeah, I have a feeling you're That's what announced... it
0: seems like.
5: I feel like they're gonna announce a fourth date with it. Mm-hmm. Like the like, what a they weird number, right? Like, I feel like they're gonna announce a fourth date yeah. and do like a Coachella-style two weekends.
6: Mm. Yeah. See, yeah. that could be cool. They just wanted to gauge interest first and see mm-hmm. what the response would be, and then they Clearly high. there's
3: interest. Yeah. There's a saying? lot like, of interest, but I think what's killing them right now is the skepticism. Yeah. And everyone's also like hounding Live Nation because of the World stuff. And it's like Live Nation's not a new, they're not a new company. They're not, we're yeah. not new. They've been around for ages. Okay. Oh matter. yeah
5: the people that were on the World stuff probably aren't going to be touching this one because mm-hmm. that was out of Texas. We have a headquarters yeah. down in Texas for that sort of shit. Sorry, uh, for all that stuff. But like,
2: Oh, you're good. Out
5: in, <laughs> out in Vegas, like, it's a very different story. There's a whole different group of people that work out there for Live Nation for specifically the Strip and the festivals that go on there. Mm-hmm. Plus, even with like, there might be somebody yeah. from the team on it, but it's not gonna be the a- Astro World crew mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Plus, the entire company in
3: general, I would imagine at least, have learned their lesson from Astro World. Yeah. And they're probably gonna implement like really, I wouldn't say strict, but like really like um, mm-hmm. rigorous. Thank you. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. Really rigorous, like security precautions to make sure that an Astro World 2 doesn't happen mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm.
5: The one thing I will say on top of that though is, I think the fact that this is like a different genre with bands who are used to moshing and used to this sort of mm-hmm. dangerous, yeah. dangerous—I'll put that in quotes—environment know how to control aren't going to entice people and ask them right. like to keep raging and setting fires. To Whereas Travis Scott is literally notorious for mm-hmm. making yeah, this. His isn't the first festival he's done that? At. Mm-hmm. Like this mm-hmm. is like a on- known ongoing thing for him.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty crazy. So
5: but. that's something I'd be interested to see.
0: Yes. I think it's a
3: great festival idea. I mm-hmm. think it's just a matter of they need to get their act together and figure yeah. out how they're going to logistically put it on.
5: I, mm-hmm. yeah. It being on the festival fairgrounds, I do think is a good one up from Astroworld already because that's made mm-hmm. for festivals mm-hmm. with infrastructure for that.
2: Yeah.
3: We'll see. We'll see how the rest of it goes. Yeah. Plus, they have the rotating stages, so it's not going to be like. I
5: don't know if they actually have rotating stages. <laughs> really? Oh, so that's. I okay. think that was just a rumored yeah. thing to try to get the everybody be like, yeah, sixty-five bands can yeah. play.
0: Who
3: mm. knows? Twitter and TikTok we'll are trying out. so hard to figure
0: out what. Yeah, yeah, well, it's funny too because like they did show, or I did see a video on TikTok where uh, they flashed back to like the last anniversary War Tour they had. And uh, they did have the rotating stages. Yeah, they and did. And so I think that's that's why people are thinking, like, oh, there's going to be rotating stages because Warp Tour had it. And I'm like, well, well this- Warp, yeah.
5: And <laughs> you're not guaranteed that.
0: No. Yeah, exactly. Warped,
3: I think people need to realize that Warp Tour is done. Yeah. I hate to admit it because Warp Tour was like, I know, it breaks my heart too. Much.
0: I know, I'm like, ah. Uh...
3: <laughs> and I hate to be that person to say it because, you know, I went to the last three years of Warp Tour, but I, I wasn't allowed to go as like a teenager um, for some reason. <laughs> yeah, but, that's <laughs> I to, okay. Uh, yeah, literally. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, those three years that I went, they were really special, but the scene has changed since mm-hmm. Warp Tour has ended. Um it's a whole different environment and also unless like they have the same kind of staff that they did with warp tour i don't think there can be another thing like warp i mean there's also sad summer festival now too Mm
2: -hmm.
3: it's not the same so i think people are trying so hard to compare it to warp tour but warp tour was its own Mm -hmm. animal it was its Mm -hmm. own thing and they can't recreate a warp tour like event in one singular location (laughs) that's That's very true
0: that's very true. Uh, I, I actually uh, I think it's kind of interesting with the when we were young festival because they didn't ask a lot of the older bands like you know like Motion City Soundtrack and you know all those bands like All
3: American Rejects didn't know either so. yeah so, <laughs> so how, how what, what do you think like
0: you know happened like in translation with all those bands like you you think they're just like oh hey quit Scott. I mean like you said earlier you know yeah. they agreed it's to play. Fun, but-
3: Avery's more of the business mogul, so he'll probably have a better answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my degree is. Yeah, <laughs> but that if you want it. what I think, I think it might have been like a miscommunication. Yeah,
5: That's- and Avery,
3: what do you think?
5: I I have a feeling it was a commute. Some of it was communicated to their managers, and I'm guessing maybe the manager had an NDA, like a non-disclosure agreement about it, mm-hmm. that they couldn't even tell the band other than just like, hey. You're playing this show in this location on this date. We don't know any other details. Slash, we can't tell you.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: I guess mm-hmm.
3: that,
5: yeah. it makes no clue yeah. though.
0: Yeah, it, it no makes clue. sense, I guess.
3: <laughs> speaking, we're not going to know what's going to happen with this festival until it happens. Yeah, so we're just going to have to
5: wait.
3: Yeah, we're going to have to wait and see what happens. <laughs> I,
5: I'll you know. I somehow managed to get one ticket.
3: He did. Wrong. Nice. Saw-
5: so I'll let you know how bad it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going for the fun of Vegas because I've never been.
3: Uh, yeah, Sam. Avery's going to be our guinea pig unless I decide
6: to go. I don't
5: know. You <laughs> can manage to scrounge up a ticket somehow.
6: Yeah, I, I thought they, they went up in price, I feel like, because it's all yeah, scalpers. Right? Uh,
5: maybe uh, see. Tom- tomorrow for the pre-sale, they're back to the original prices for that cake. Nineteen ninety-nine. $19.99. Or
3: is it no that because that's what you have to
5: put down for the layaway plan? Yeah, yeah. and that's if you get the layaway plan,
3: yeah, because those
5: sell out. The fastest. Yeah, I don't
0: know. Mm. That'd be yeah. interesting. I remember like sitting in the waiting room, like trying to buy my ticket, and I was like in there for hours. And I'm like, what, what is this?
5: I had a weird thing, like, I had it on my waiting room for like an hour ahead of the thing starting, so I was sitting in there, and then like one minute before it hit one o'clock on the east coast, my my screen changed the page for like buying the tickets. Mm. So mine refreshed before it even went on sale, but I couldn't click the button until it hit one o'clock.
0: Right. Mm. Wow. That That is interesting.
5: <laughs> when I, one of my friends, I told my friends and they were like, can you go back and get us a ticket? Sent me straight back into yeah. the queue. Yeah. Wow.
0: That is ridiculous. So, for sure. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Do you guys, do you guys think that uh, Ticketmaster and all those people should like handle Scalpers and stuff like ver- verify a fan, you know, whatever. Do you think they should handle that a little better? Well, that depends on how
3: Live Nation wants to go about it. I'm like, I can
5: keep going on this.
3: Yeah, <laughs> this is all Avery. I'm thing. like, this is my bread and butter. <laughs> I'm trying to contribute, but I'm not doing a good job. Live <laughs>
5: Nation, <laughs> I know that they're trying to like get rid of that sort of thing, so that it does go back into like the artist pocket rather than the scalpers because mm-hmm. they like to upcharge. Immensely. And most of the time, that is never seen by the venue, never seen by the artist. That goes straight back into their pocket, the scalpers.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And it's like, I know they're trying to do it with like those digital tickets on your phone, like the Apple wallet. Yeah. That way you can like transfer it between friends, but they're still trying to work on it. And there's still going to be scalpers out there that are going to try to get it before anybody else and upcharge so that they can make the profit.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: So it's like, it's almost a catch 22 of like they want to do it and they're trying. But at the same time, the scalpers are also advancing with them at the, trying to catch them on their, where they're lacking. Live Nation can only do so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the issue.
0: It's a big company.
5: <laughs> I, I want them to do more and I want them to like help try to contribute to that so that it stays cheap for the fans and artists and the artists can get the money back.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that would actually make a lot more sense. <laughs> so uh, besides when we were young first, uh, is there any shows that you guys are looking forward to this year? That you guys are like planning on going?
6: I was gonna say Um, I got a slew of them. Yeah, I got one. I got one.
0: I yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no.
6: I'm I'm seeing Ghost February 11th. Whenever I'm in the city, they are, and they have like some new singles out and throwing a new record. So I'm just super excited. They got a whole new thing going on. They they announced like their new um, like lead singer era. They have like a whole theatrical thing before COVID hit. So it's Mm. been like a decent amount of time since we've been waiting for them to like kind of unveil their new look and sound and everything. So I'm super excited to see them.
0: That's awesome.
6: I really want to see
3: the band Camino when they come into Boston. They're coming to House. Mm. I know. I'm trying <laughs> to get it. <laughs> so <guys. laughs> I have to go through Seat Geek. But uh um, okay. I'm pretty sure it's sold out. Yeah. Mm. Uh but what yeah I, I want it? to check the band I want to check out the band Camino. Maybe the main too, because I know the main's coming to House of Blues pretty soon too.
0: Oh yeah, that tour's gonna be great. That
3: would be those are the two bands that I really want to see live. I yeah. honestly, if there's any bands right now that are killing it in the alternative scene, it is the band Camino and the Main.
0: Oh hell yeah. Like maybe yeah. The
3: wildlife too, I would think.
5: Yeah,
0: like they didn't blow up yeah.
5: like, after Everblossom even before that Petaluma, woman, they kind of blew up from there and then ever blossom just Amplify it.
3: Well, now that they're not signed to a label anymore, they've been able to kind of call the shots. They've been doing really well on TikTok. I oh, know- yeah.
0: They got like TikTok after TikTok now.
3: Well, <laughs> take that. I mean, TikTok is like... I think of TikTok as the new MySpace in the sense... Yeah. Back when MySpace was a thing, that was the place that bands would go to to try to put out their music. You know, that's how you got bands like Bringing the Horizon or Job for a Cowboy or, play, or you know, bands <laughs> like that. Right. Yeah. yeah they came yeah, from yeah. MySpace. Suicide Silence. That's another one. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure they came from MySpace. Um, I, I might would be it. wrong. I, wouldn't yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> think about Mitch Locker for a second. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. But uh, All right. <laughs> Yeah, but anyways, no, I TikTok is like the new MySpace. But what's different about MySpace to TikTok is TikTok can make any song viral, whether yeah. it be something that was released mm-hmm. like 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, mm-hmm. whether it be something like that, whether it be like a new random like trap song, whether it be like a meme song, mm-hmm. it really depends on... How like the audio like resonates with like the like the users. I remember when uh, the two the two ones that I think of the two songs like from the past that went viral was "I Was Made for Loving You" by Kiss yeah. went viral for some reason. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> And then uh, Dreams by Fleetwood Mac, because uh-huh. it was the guy on the lawn board drinking cranberry juice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Sounds then... Like the, to reset. Oh, yeah, God. well, that song ended up back on the Billboard Top 100, I think. Either the Hot 100 mm-hmm. or the Top 200. One of the two. Um, but yeah, I mean, TikTok is the
5: place to discover new music. I, I mean, mean, there's definitely one band off of TikTok that I know blew up because of TikTok mm-hmm. that I don't know who they're on tour with. They're, I believe they're called Magnolia Park. Yeah, Magnolia yeah. Park. on tour with someone. I think it's Mayday Parade.
3: They're on tour with Mayday Parade and they just got signed to Epitaph, too. But
5: that was Probably. all from TikTok. Like. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I haven't missed opportunity because I was actually supposed to interview Magnolia Park like two years ago. <laughs>
3: all <right>. That was awesome. <laughs> Meet me at the altar. We almost got to play with them in Providence, Rhode Island. And then the promoter was like, I'm going to book this show instead. <laughs> and then me at the altar got signed to Field by Ramen like a year later.
0: <laughs> Dude, meet me at the altar though. You can't go wrong with that band. That band's great. They're,
3: they are, they, they to me are like the perfect like pop punk band for this decade. Oh, yeah. This, their music is intricate, but their their look is like vibrant and you know,
5: oh, you know bright. I, I love
0: mm-hmm. the static dress. Yeah. Oh, I yeah.
5: Edith crushes
3: it with that and you know ada and T- uh, Taya with like the music and everything like the the rhythm section and the lyrics too like the lyrics you would not anticipate them on like an easy chord track like when i first heard garden i was like okay that,
2: that's a <laughs> it's good like
3: one style breakdown and then it's a song and, like the lyrics are about like oh i'm gonna be there for you i got you and it's like that is very contrasting yeah but, very cool, mm-hmm. so I, I also
0: like that band too because, like, it it really does connect with the generation too, with like the LGBTQ community, you know, and all that. And I think that's kind of cool that a band, like, really,
5: too, that's yeah. a bigger impact, especially yeah. for the
3: genre, yeah. Well, I mean, punk music, I mean, you look back at the 70s and the 80s, um, you know, it was very whitewashed, and for, mm. for like the first 20 decades of punks, like. Rain and that in that sphere of music, you know, it was very like white male dominated, and that's when Riot Girl came in, you -hmm. know, bands like Bikini Kill and Bratmobile and stuff like that. And even then, you know, it was still like predominantly a white scene, and so it's been really refreshing to see bands like Meet Me at the Altar, Magnolia Park, Pink Shift, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's been really great seeing bands like that blow up and we finally pull the curtain, yeah, our our good friends.
5: all those boys, they're
0: I from know those guys,
3: yeah. They're from Connecticut, yeah, they're um, awesome.
5: Vincent, the guitarist, is like one of my best friends.
0: That's awesome, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool,
5: no, um, literally. Like, it's we like been Richard's with... going with me to when we were young.
0: <laughs> nice. yeah, That's
3: awesome. I, I don't know how they're not bigger yet because they're the band that everyone should be keeping an eye on. In mm-hmm. my
0: opinion. oh, I agree because I, I know I did, uh, I think it came on Spotify not too long ago, and I was like, it's pretty good. <laughs>
3: Yeah, they're insanely good. They're, Richard's also, like, really, really great at marketing, too. Oh, that's awesome. Probably, like, the smartest guy, like, in
5: that in that
0: sense. He'll wait, marketing.
5: like, multiple months just planning the marketing before they even hit the studio. Oh,
0: okay. my gosh. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. That
5: first EP took years of prep before they even released it.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: He's very intricate with how, like... The band should go about things, and that's that's smart because mm-hmm. I think a lot of bands nowadays miss the miss the mark in the sense of oh well you have to look at a band as a business.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And that's what you know it, and it kind of sounds like dumb to say that, but it's true. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you ha- if you want to make it in the music industry and you want to like take yourselves farther, you have to like bring something to the table on the business end of things. If you're mm-hmm. just doing it when you're like off your day job and just like playing like a small like bar and maybe selling it out mm-hmm. and if that's all you're getting out of it and you're expecting a record contract you're not going to get a record contract i hate to say it but yeah. no matter how good you are if you're not like dedicated in that field mm-hmm. then no one's going to look into it so mm-hmm.
0: I, I agree actually i think that's a pretty good statement to live by uh i know we are a little bit over time but uh, <laughs> I just like looked at my my time. I was like, "Oh man." Uh, <laughs> you
3: have a tendency to do that. We're
0: sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Actually, no. This has been great. It's been really fun uh, talking to you guys about the music and like when we were when we were young. <laughs> I, I, it's a tongue twister, man. It's like we, we, we <laughs>
3: It just reminds me of the killers track when you were young. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, before we go, uh, do you want to give out your socials and and all that stuff before we head out?
3: Yeah, we are at Sounds and Scenarios MA on Facebook and Instagram, at Sounds Scenarios on Twitter, and at Sounds and Scenarios on TikTok. MA?
6: Isn't it, nope, it there's no, no, t- MA, no MA. Not just on TikTok. T- Don't listen to me. We're- <laughs> <laughs> he's he's learning all the stuff. Uh, he's probably. trying his best. He's
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. That's what he got.
6: Yeah, wow. He was on TikTok yesterday too. So he did. I forced uh, him to. We'll start seeing. You'll start seeing me on there. <laughs>